I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soul Lights. It's so great to connect with all of you. How's everyone doing in Awakenings Community Land? Are you landing? Are you grounded? Are you staying centered through these changes, this great time of transition and change, co-creating the new paradigm from the new emerging consciousness for the new earth? Welcome, those that are new. Um, Great to have you along for the ride here. Um, If you're new to the program, you can be in the chat, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room, and also they really help ground the energy and um, keep me on track. Um, and if you want to interact, you just need to do a little blo- bro- uh, little profile, quick profile with BTR, and you're good to go asking questions in the chat and interacting. But you can listen any way you want, chat, phone, internet, archives, however you want to. Um, if you'd like to call in, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Yeah. So um, I've got my, some of you like to know my tea. I have my um, golden milk tea, date ashwagandha turmeric tea by Gaia Herbs. Yummy. And today I have it with honey and oat milk. And I use my wonderful frother. You know, it's these little things in life. I get such joy. My little electric tea kettle. Kosori, if you want to know. Got it on Amazon. And my frother. Uh, you can use for chocolate milk, anything. I love it, love it, love it. So I feel like I'm at the barista. Uh, I must admit my barista skills are getting better. So, yeah, okay, if can't get to the cafe, bring the cafe to you, right? All right, lovey, stay on the line. I do see people in the queue. Stay on the line. 347-539-5122 is the number to call in. So I want to mention to everyone ways to get in touch with me, MentorCam, their website or the app. Uh, Patreon just um, uploaded a video. I was um, interviewed by Joel uh, Joel Thomas. Joe K. Thomas, and um, author, hypnotherapist, um, and I dive deeper. I will probably be making it available on YouTube at at some point uh, coming up here, but it is a first-time release to Patreon. I will be um, diving into my predictions, the visions that I received, the information. I'm also going to be doing some um, sharing on information that I received from my teacher's ex-husband, who was the uh, 
California uh, FBI director back in the day. So he was retired when I met him. So, yeah, I'm going to be giving uh, information out, of course, always as here, as w- also as well as what more to do. I'm getting more people asking what, what can we do, what should we do. Um, healer medium, yay, predictions. Uh, oh, Lynn, you listen to it. Lenny in the chat, you listen to great interview. Thank you. Yeah, I found, and anybody's welcome to do this uh, with me. One of the things as a as a, ch- a channel, um, conscious channel and trans channel, um, <clears throat> I get so much information and I just open. So I, I really, what helps me is, um, as the guides always say, the question opens the channel. But when people ask me questions, I can get very specific. Otherwise, some of this information, you know, I've had the last 20, 25 years, um, so it's like a lot, it's like, it's, it's, it's overwhelming because it's like I can get lost in these tangents of one thing leads to the next to the next. And then when the guides come through, it's, it's just all over the place. It's a group energy that comes through. So people can be very specific if you're asking me, cause I won't think of this. I'm in an altered state. So if somebody's asking me questions, oh, what about finance? What about, you know, health? What about the, what's going on? Then I can just do 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 like a computer dial back into the information or receive the information in in real time, whatever the question is. So, yeah, yeah. But I do love doing it. Again, I used to do it a lot for small groups, different, you know, different different groups, whether people on the path. I did it also. Back in Chicago for stockbrokers, but they want to know what's going on in the market, so they get a group together. But now we have the, the you know, we can do it online as well. It's, uh, there's no, <laughs> there's no difference. So anyway, if you want to know more about that or want to journey with me, I have some uh, courses and classes also coming up next, uh, right around the corner on Patreon. So if you want to support, that also helps support me, the channel, the people that I work with. I'm going to do more of that on a support basis so that I can focus more. Um, some people, unless unless I've, I have visited and stayed with people, it's funny. People say, oh, my God, Michelle, your routine. Well, yeah, to stay clear, a clear channel, I have to not only work on my own stuff, my own personal stuff, but do my own, you know, emotional clearing, keep up on that. Uh, sometimes I, I work with someone also. And then I do me- a lot of meditation. I have to spend a lot of um, downtime, alone time on my own time to get clear, to process what I'm going through. What the, I get a lot of information on what the collective's going through. So I feel all that. I need to journal that out. I need to um, do my spiritual practices, my meditation, deeper meditations, journey work. Then I get downloads for courses or classes or what people need to know. I mean, like the last few years, the messages from the guides were, and some of you have heard me say this, help people with their intuition, help people with their intuition, or, or I get downloads of certain um, codes. You know, some of you did the 10-10-10, codes. So there's just a lot of information, and I spend the time, you know, I need to, and I love doing it. But 
anybody will tell you that does this kind of work and to, to do it well, you do have to uh, do your spiritual, you know, your soul path tools, as I call them, and your spiritual practice every day. You know, I've had sometimes I've traveled with people or gone and visited, and they're like, oh, my God, Michelle, you really do that. You do that every morning. You do that in the morning. Yes, yes. And I'll get messages of what to do or where to go for information or sometimes people to meet or open this book or watch this video. So, yeah, that's – and it's just like, you know, it's it's not like that big of a deal. It's like anybody, a dancer, a great dancer, an athlete, um, a ballerina, they're going to be putting in hours so so that they can show up. You know, a lot of times I had a reading yesterday, and the woman's like, oh, my God, everything I was going to ask, you're answering. And I said, yeah, because I'm already tuning in on you. The minute people set an appointment up with me, I'm already starting to get information on them. They've given me that permission. Or when they're doing classes or workshops, people say, oh, my God, this is what I wanted. Or I I could feel you tuning in. And I'm like, yeah, because I am. I mean, there is, through the subtle energy, right, we're all interconnected. So, yes, so this is kind of a life mission, work, purpose. Um, 12, 12, Lenny in the chat is asking, is there a same format, is uh, an 11, 11, 12, 12, and I write about 12, 12. 12, 12 is really important. On my blog, soulplayground.life, I have a long post about what 12, 12 is. It's a synthesizing energy. It's after, after we connect in through 12-12, we're still really working 10-10 and 11-11. A lot of people are getting attuned and prepared for the bigger changes if, if you're seeing 10-10. Um, but I, I would recommend going to my blog, soulplayground.life, and um, there's a long write-up on 11-11, 111, and 12-12. Those are galactic attunements. Similar to the astrology chart, 12, when people, you know, when an astrologer will tell you, you know, each house represents a part of your, your, your life, a way of expressing as a soul um, or the potential of how you're going to express and where and how by the houses. But we're not just those 12 houses, right? We are all of the, oh, the signs, all the, we are the totality of it. When you get to 12, 12, that synthesizing energy means that we create as a new species. That's what we're all doing right now. We're creating a a galactic species, an interdimensional species, not just a human race species. And eventually what we understand is human consciousness will be gone. It's going to be subsumed into the soul consciousness. Um, and so certain parts even of our, our, our mind and, and brain functioning will definitely be differently, but our mind and the, what we understand as the interface, which is through the ego, uh, which we need right now. It's a very important function. If you can't heal your ego and have a strong ego, a strong sense of self, and I'm talking about in a healthy way, in a psychological way, then, oh, wow, and it's 12-12 of I'm talking about this. Tammy, woo! <laughs> Tammy, Tammy in the chat is on it. Um, yes, if you can't get that, you're not going to extend into the galactic aspect of you or open into it. 
And this is where some people have asked me, what about, you know, telepathy? Well, we're moving in that direction. But see, to be telepathic, um, you have to be in a space of truth, of oneness. That's why a lot of people are telepathic with their children because of great love. You just know something's wrong, you know, or your animal beings. I remember years and years and years ago, um, I was uh, uh, one of my boyfriend, my husband's long-term boyfriends, his parents were visiting and we were having dinner. And at dinner, I felt this, I think it was like 19 or 20, I felt this um, intense just pain in my stomach and dread. Now I know what that means. My cat at the time had been hit, who I'd raised from an hour old. Some people were trying to, um, a person was trying to uh, flush the cat down the toilet, and I rescued that two cats. And the time I was teaching, I think it was a little late because I was t- actually teaching, and I brought the cats into school, uh, into the classroom, and raised them you know, with a bottle, um, and one made it to about six or eight months. But it was a very, very advanced being. So I, I, I surmise that its time on Earth wouldn't be that long. It wouldn't need to be. But I knew that, that there was that interconnectedness, you know. And any mother knows, if you if you up in the morning, 3 a.m., you're, you're, you know, feeding around the clock, you're, you're, you get very um, – you know, there's a bond, there's a strong bond there. So the more that we can get out of the extremes of polarity and have that uh, universal, interdimensional, interpersonal bond with everything and everyone, the more telepathic we become. You can't be telepathic when when you're in separation. Like, when I'm channeling, you know, for a client, and some of you have heard stories where I've, I've seen where they're at or what they're wearing. I'll, I remember one woman in Denver, I'm like, I see a white shirt, pink, and I saw this pink and bright pink, like balloons, and she had a balloon shop. And she said, pink is my color. I'm wearing pink right now, pink polka dots. So I was able to see where she was at, her environment. I've even helped people track uh, other people their shenanigans and they're cheating what's going on. That was fun. That was fun. That that was that that was pretty amazing. But because I move in that space or allow that space of, of oneness. And to so to to do some of the higher functioning, the higher mind, non local mind functioning that we're all going to be doing is going to require that state of what now let me make it clear. That does not mean that you don't see harm that people are doing or it doesn't doesn't anger you or you don't lose your temper, but you don't reside in that place. You don't reside in the the falsity of separation. You know, we we all have to swallow the pill, (laughs) the pill that says the most Horrible, heinous people, the most unconscious people, we are connected to them. We are interconnected. Okay? The rejection of the other, that's what is – and we're going to have a lot of rejecting of the other. We're going to have reasons to reject the other, to live in that space. But our our growth is going to be in not doing that, as hard as it is. So it's, it's sometimes healthy. You know, I had to tell one of my family members years ago, 
you know, I love you, I will always be there, but not on an everyday basis. And just because this person, I give them time, chances and chances and chances, and um, they are uh, not very conscious or healthy. Uh, and, you know, a lot of drama and just back by, you know, behind the back, it just things like, but if that person needed me and I was available, I would be there. And I don't hold them in the hate, as the I Ching says. I don't put them in a mental prison. But I also know that 3D on the earth plane, 3D, 5D, whatever, it's not healthy to be a, around that person. So those are some of the tough calls people are going to have to make, but also you have to make it in, in love. And what is what a high form of love is consciousness, is awareness of what is right. You know, if you have a newly, this is a weird example, but it came, if you have a, a newly sober friend coming over or family member, maybe you don't go to the bar with that person. Maybe you don't have all the drinks out. Just saying. Maybe it doesn't matter to them, but maybe out of love you see their limitation. So we're, we're going to be required to be seeing not only our limitation with consciousness, but other people's limitation in conscious, in, you know, with love and consciousness. It, you know, it's the, the higher vibrational frequency of the divine mother and divine father, the divine masculine and divine feminine within to see things as they really are. And it's going to get cloudy. We've got the, you know, Neptune and Pisces. But when we see through the spiritual eye, we see everything clear, much clearer. You know, I've been hearing a lot of astrologers saying, oh, it's going to be foggy, fuzzy. Yeah, for the human eye, the little eye, the local mind. But when you're seeing through the divine eye, reminds me of Queen. Queen, are you listening today? E-Y-E, Queen Opulence. Are you in the house? <laughs> oh, great friend of the show and uh, listener um, and great soul path traveler friend on the path. So, yeah, if we're seeing with the third eye chakra, we aren't fuzzy. What, who, who's fuzzy? Only the ego. But when you're being guided by the higher self, by being guided by the soul, it's very clear. We may not like it. We may not understand it, but it's very clear. So, soul life, those are ways you can connect with me. Love to, oh, also Instagram. Please come and say hi on Instagram. Let me know how you guys are doing in the comments. That's what I, you know, YouTube, if you're on Patreon, let me know how Instagram, let me know how you're doing on the path. Call in, you know, come in the chatty chat chat and say hi. And let me know how you are doing. Um, also want to let everyone know the 21st of this month, solstice, winter, summer solstice, the solstice, very important one this year. Um and for that reason, I am doing a gathering uh, for the Rainbow Bridge. We're going to be doing breath work, interplane journey work, and sound bath uh, with transmission. So I'm um, doing it with Grace O, who also uh, does energetic transmissions through, through sound and energy. Um, I'm doing it energetically. If that's something that interests you, you can go to soulplayground.life and go to classes and courses or events and courses. You'll see classes, courses, events. Um, there's also a link on my Instagram uh, profile, I believe, on my flow page that says courses and classes and all the stuff is there. 
So before we get to callers, we've got to chat just a little bit. Expect a miracle. We're doing this. Um, healer medium, yes. Looking forward to a little exciting solstice. Yeah, I think we're going to have a little excitement. I feel fireworks. I feel earth movements, solar flares, <laughs> electrical happenings. I, I do feel that we're going to have a lot of um, what people may say anomalies or experiences, especially electromagnetic technological experiences. I feel like this solstice, the universe, the divine mother earth is going to be saying, wake up. It's going to be, I'm here. I'm here. Where are you? Um, I feel like the, the, the energy that's coming in, especially with this North node in Taurus that comes, I believe the 18th of January. Don't, I'm not sure the exact date. Is it the 15th, 18th, 20th? Let's just say mid January. It's about the earth. Realization that the ascension is not beaming up or going anywhere. It literally is that figurative, what was once figurative statement, heaven on earth, that is the higher dimensional experience and expression of us as soul beings with our galactic history and connections on the earth plane. But there's going to be parallel reality. That's what people, I mean, some of the visions that I have seen, I mean, I almost feel like they're in like Star Wars movies or other sci-fi. But then have I been channeling them, especially on Patreon, I've gotten people telling me, yes, other people have seen them. They call them smart cities. So imagine like the Wizard of Oz, these cities that are very technologically highly built. Everything is like the smartphone, smart TV, Alexa, whatever, Siri, and more, you know, with the refrigerators, you know, the, the vax, 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 and, and you know, and, 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 you know, places that have parts of that, there will be places that the whole system is set up like that. You're going to get to choose. There's going to be a lot of choosing. Healer medium, is 2020 the year for the big miracle, or is it before that? Yes, well, this is what we've been doing. We've been doing expected miracle. I, I invite all of you to just look at the small miracles, big miracles in your life, the divine intervention. Share with them. We're going to talk more. We're, going to, I'm, we're collecting them to um, January 31st, really focusing on them, having our focused awareness, our attention on the miracles. Because the more you focus on them, the more you call them in, the more you live in that meditative state or more expanded consciousness. Then in February, we're going to have Mark Mancola back on, author of The Way of the Miracle. If, I, I, if you haven't heard our, our awakening conversation, our dialogue interview with Mark, I believe it was on the 19th, 17th of November, Take a listen. Such synchronicities because I've been focused on miracles. In fact, I always had this saying that I've posted forever, um, expect a miracle. The only requirement is being open to one. And I just moved into this expectancy of miracles and have been having more miracles and divine interventions happen. So this is, this is helping us, I feel, harness our galactic gifts abilities, energy, the, the, the quantum aspect of us, that's where the miracles reside. So it's a really a co-creation. So some of you might have seen on my Instagram, I had one of my friend's doggies chewed my hard drive 
my external hard drive that I had all my debt. I had some backed up I had on Dropbox. I had la- I lost a bunch of stuff in the storage uh, last February 20th, uh, 2020. And I've had this hard drive, I don't know, 10, 11 years. I mean, I, I take good care of my stuff. It lasts a long time. Um, the dog got in my bag, and it was in a plastic um, device bag, chomped on it. I didn't realize until I had this meeting with this, my um, the person I'm working with that's helping me with editing, and we're working on a book. Some people have asked you for some e-books and certain books. I'm so starting to work on that, and I go to <laughs> it's a flashback on my uh, everything just the the energy just drained from me sinking feeling I just started crying I was like oh my god my my books are on there my CD my meditation for everyday living book uh, curriculum divine download I mean so much family photos uh, photos of my dad and his past I mean just just so much so much stuff in it but who would expect a dog to do this you know. Uh, then I realized to get the data, it's about $850 to $1,500 to do data recovery. So I tried. I was able to put the cable in, um, the drive, and then put it in my laptop, but I had to hold it. Now, that means I'd have to hold it for six hours, eight hours. <laughs> There's no way I can do that, you know. So I put crystals on top of it. I got a little bit of the data out. And then I had to release it. This is something I want to share with all of you. What I've realized as I've been really focusing on on miracles the last, I don't know, probably 10, 11 years, I've really been vibing into it. Then the last two years, I've, I've really, like, ramped up my focus. What I had to do is I, I worked on, I tried to do, I got as much data, and I had to let go. I had to say, you know what, if you lost all that information, it's horrible, you're, you're, it's a sinking feeling. Lynn, you're going to like this in the chat. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I was, but then I realized I have to ask this friend, because she's responsible because of the dog, to pay for this. You know, I, that's what I would do. I mean, if it was me and my dog damaged something, even if I had to make monthly payments, I would, I would pay. I would, I, that was it. So that was also my learning in this. To ask. I don't like to ask for things. I'm very independent. I don't like to ask for help if I don't have to. Um, that's a blessing and a curse. That's a, you know, it's, it's, there's good parts in that, but there's parts that, you know, need healing. So I thought, okay, I'm going to buy cables. I'm going to try this and that before I bring it up to her. So I did all that, bought cables, nothing working, nothing working. So I let it go, and I thought, okay, I got some data. Get ready to pay the big buckaroos and have her, she's going to have to chip in or she's going to have to pay, you know, pay for this and, and deal with it. And so then I thought, oh, there's this guy I know, uh, what is it, Max Studio, really great uh, technician, I thought, oh, you know, I'll try, I'll bring it to him. If that doesn't work, then, you know, Michelle, you may be shelling out $1,500, or my friend will. And then I have to buy a new hard drive. Um, so I let it go, let it go. And then I mentioned, to, oh, as I'm going for my walk, she is in my neighborhood. We get together, and she's, we're chatting, and how are you? Oh, and I said, oh, let me tell you what's happening. Relay the whole story. And, of course, she says, well, let me know. I'll pay for it, da 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 
So I let it go. And then I got up in the morning, did all my spiritual practice, and I thought, you know, I'm going to try it again with the crystals. And I put this book, we had this guest on, I think it's Power of Manifestation or something. I put a, I felt this gap, and I'm sharing this with all of you because there is some kind of gap or energy. It's grace. It's you're touching the void, the potential of what was and is. And I've had this happen before. Some of you heard this years ago a story I talked about in Mexico with my friend Julia where we were staying in Mexico, we drove all the way down there, and the friend's um, condo, they didn't leave the key at the gate, and they didn't give her the key, and the key was back hours away. I mean, we were down in deep in Mexico. You know, what were we going to do? So nobody had the key, and the housekeeper was coming on the Monday, but then the the, the Security guard called, and the key wasn't, you know, she didn't have the key. We called um, the friends that were in, um, they were in France that had the condo, and they said, oh, my God, there's only one key. I have it. There's only two keys. I have the one key, so I'm so sorry. And the other one is in our kitchen drawer. Let me tell you what happened. I did, we got there with the security guard, and I said, she goes, we have the wrong key, and she showed me. I said, just put it in, just put it in. We took a couple breaths, we looked at each other, and we opened the door. Freaked the security guard out, because it wasn't the right key. And later we tried the key, and it didn't work. You know, so again, that, the miracle happened, the power of intention and opening to that. Same thing happened with my friend and I when we lifted a car up because a, a man, a, a, you know, I don't know, in his 80s, a wonderful little old man got his car stuck on the curb and we lifted it up. So when we're calling in these miracles, there's an, an amazing juxtaposition intersection of energy that opens. Well, I felt that with the drive the other day. I put the new drive in, one USB, you know, opening. I put the damaged drive in, and all of a sudden it started lighting. And I went, oh, my God, it's happening. I was able to transfer all the data without even going to Mac Studio. But I felt this energy, like, do it now. But I had to do everything to prepare for the miracle. I had to let it go. I had to do my hard work of asking for what was just, what was fair, what was right. I had to work through the emotions. I, I emptied, and in that space, this miracle came through. Um, and since then, it's not where it's worth intermittent. It's not, you know, I got all the data off. Um, so, yes, that's a, you know, there, look for these miracles and start to jot them down, write them down, call in, share with us. You can go to my Instagram and follow the, the post, um, I just posted about miracles and leave in the comments what your miracles are. This is the time to call it in. This is our reciprocity with the universe, the partnership with the divine. We are the universe. It's the quantum aspect of who and what we are. And so I do feel, yes, healer medium in the chat, um, we are getting more used to this. There's going to be eventually less labor, less grunt work, less grind, and drawing in things seemingly by magic. 
by miracle, by divine intervention. So, but we have to get over this lower dimensional aspect and experience um, of being separate from the divine, from God, from source, the quantum aspect. And that the divisiveness that's happening on the planet, and it's going to ramp up, and it needs to because, you know, it's like the healing has to it, it gets to the extreme, and then there's that breakthrough. Queen, I felt your energy, and there you are in the chat. I just if you listen, I don't know if you heard it, Queen, in the chat. Um, Healer medium, I can't even imagine the miracle we need to get everyone on the same page. No, everyone's not going to be on the same page. That's what we're going to have to get used to. We already live in different realities. People have different, we have a main reality. We'll always have a main or mainstream consciousness, what we call the race consciousness, although that is getting raised from the human conscious, you know, only at, people only um, acting or rea- through, the, through the humanness, not through the soul. But there's going to be parallel realities. That's something we're going to all have to get used to, that some people may choose a reality that is much more limiting and maybe in our mind isn't as magical. Their beliefs or what they believe about their body, about what their body can do. But because it's all about a complex frequency, the complex frequencies and energy. So we will always have some and opposition, the key is to start seeing it as the complementary. Because this, the, the, when you split, when there's the division, it's not separation, but the division, the dividing out into multiples creates duality. It comes from a, a polarity. But the, the interesting thing is our miracles happen beyond the polarity. They, they happen in the oneness. But polarity manifests as is, is manifestation, manifested form. In other words, for me to manifest something, it has to be separated out from me. When I manifest a car, that, that's part of my consciousness in, in manifested form, but it's outside of me. But it's an aspect of me. So we have, we're going to have to get, really get that, that everything is a manifested aspect of the one and holds a certain vibrational or complex of vibrational frequencies, wavelengths, and energies that are needed and necessary in the composition of the earth and its manifested unfolding. So as we ascend, as we, get, as we get out of the extremes of the polarity, then the manifested forms shift, change, alter, or they become no more. Yeah. Hey, let's get the callers. Yeah, healer meeting. We have to admit, uh, uh, we saw or felt. Well, not so. See, that's the thing. We're not going to. It's it's the re, it's the higher. It's going to be the person with the higher consciousness, because people are never going to see. You know, not everyone is going to see the same thing or feel it the same way. You know, they they show that when people see a car accident. Everybody has a little bit of a different take. Even somebody that's standing, right, you know, next to you, and you're like, you didn't see that. But if we can hold in frequency, if we can hold in, in our reality, in our mindset, what you're saying, that we're all part of the same substance, part of the same thing. 
that we're separated out but not separate. It's almost like that distant cousin or uncle, you know, people say that you don't get along or they're a little odd or weird or you don't like them or they don't like you or they don't understand you, you don't understand them, but they're family. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting juxtaposition because it isn't, it's not in the extremes of the duality. We're not, everyone is not going to be in the same page, agenda, or the same vibrational frequency because the earth isn't set up like that. Everything has different frequencies or complex of frequencies. It's all the same substance. But the vibrational, energetic composition of the amazing oak trees that I'm seeing around me and palm trees, same substance but different composition, different formulation than me, but same substance. So let's get the colors. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Hello, welcome. You're on Awakenings. Hello, hi, um, hi Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. And who is this? My name is Keisha. I'm gonna go quick today. Cause... Hey, Keisha, what's your question? Okay. Hey, I have a question. So I was trying to see. Obviously, I have a question, but <laughs> I was trying to see. <laughs> um, do you see any partnerships coming? Um, to help with my finances, like right now when I tell you finances, like literally I'm barely making it by a thread every month. Um, so do you, what do you see as far as that goes? Keep with it. Keep with it. Keep building. You're getting clearer about what it is that you're doing. Um, it's also about branching out for you into other groups or letting others know what you're doing. Now that could be in person. That could be online. That could be through posting. That could be through so think of how can I reach more people. So this is a lot about you extending out at this point. Okay. Okay. So about extending out. You know, I just want to open something up because, Keisha, you're reminding me of this. In my Soul Centered Living program, um, also on Patreon, there are uh, chats for that in Instagram. On Awakenings, uh, or there's an Awakenings group um, on Facebook. Now, I didn't start these for me. I started these people. Awakenings, that might be something she wanted to join up. Can't really, I don't want people really advertising on Awakenings, uh, the group page on, or group community page on Facebook. But you can let people know what you're doing. Post interesting things about the ascension, about awakenings, about the work that you're doing, about what you're seeing. You can definitely have at the bottom your website. So I would invite all of you to find a group or groups or through platforms that you feel comfortable with starting to stretch that muscle of your inner authority, what you know and what you have to share. It's not enough anymore just to share on our private private page or public or our profile page we really need to and next year this is really going to be highlighted we need to start coming together within a group way it harnesses much more energy the intention that you're supporting that group or that group idea or group endeavor now it can be many for some it's going to be one some 10 20 some i don't know 100 but you really do contribute to the focus of that. So anyway, there you go, Keisha. Thank you for that question because that is going to be helping so many. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Awakening Air. 
Hi, Michelle. This is Christine. How's it going? Hi, Christine. Doing great. What's your question? Hi. Um, my question is more surrounding, like, career and finance. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely have been feeling like I don't have a ton of direction right now, but only because I want to do so many different things. And part of me is feeling like that means I probably should start working towards working for myself. So I don't know if you see that or how to even start making my way towards that. Well, I do. You know, I find this very interesting. Similar to Keisha, you need to start branching out with what it is that you do. Like you might have your main thing. I like to write stuff out. I write stuff down even if I can't get to it. I want to do this. I'm doing this, this class, this workshop, this, 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 whatever it is and then put it away, yeah. and then every now and then I go, go to. So I would suggest that, but I also feel like you with Keisha, you need to branch out. Now, see, next year is a lot about people, relationships, collaborative relationships, romantic, you know, soulmate, starmate, create mate, collaborator, community. So I, you get a jump on it now. Start sharing, because this is how we're going to find each other is not by what we look like, but by our resonance. Right. So that's what I would say with you. And then that's good. Then you're going to meet the right people that can help you and you can help them. So maybe get together that with makes- Keisha. <laughs> All right, Christine. I know. And I, I know. And it's like I have so many things that I want to do, and I feel like is it okay to go for multiple things? Like I feel oh, yeah. like we're Absolutely. so used to. Yeah. 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 The soul likes like doing so multiple things. one thing and focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll know one will take more key presidents at, or two, one or whatever, for a time. But, yes, focus on all of them, but you also need to reach out. If this is about outreach is what I'm getting. Okay, let's get to the next caller. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. It's your soul fan. Hello, welcome. You're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello? Hello, you're on air. Hello, can you hear me? You're on air. I can hear you. Hi, this is Liz. Nice to connect with you. Hi, Liz. What's your question? Hi, my uh, my question is around career, what you might see coming up for me. Um, similar to the last caller, I'm looking to make a career change, leave my corporate job, uh, possibly do something entrepreneurial. Yeah, March, April, May, Liz. It shows mm-hmm. some new direction. But, it, again, so a lot of what I'm seeing with a lot, so far the first few callers, and Liz, you're in there too, it, it has to do with you stretching out or you initiating. Um, mm-hmm. I do, I am getting probably end of March on, March, April, May, but probably uh, maybe time, time of Aries. So whatever you've been looking at doing, it looks like you do do it. Whatever you're going to be researching or putting, you know, the resume out or the whatever it is, mm-hmm. the action seems to come in. Okay, great. All right. Thank you. Yes, you're so welcome. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Welcome. What's your question? Um, so I'm feeling a bit nervous, so I'm sorry if you feel that. <laughs> Just getting on air every time my heart starts racing. Um, I did one of your meditations today, and it was amazing. But um, I have a doggy question. So I have a dog that my husband wants to 
put up for rehoming, and I don't know if he can fill it, but, oh, gosh, um, I'm really heartbroken about it. He has severe allergies. I'm sorry. I was not meaning to get emotional. Oh, um, no. Do you see any He can't take some allergy him? pills or something? There's nothing he could do? It, well, he's on Apoquil, but it's not giving him the release. Oh. Like, the vet wants him to go to an allergist, and I just, I guess, I wanted to ask if you see um, something that would be, I'm sorry, I'm choked up, affordable, or if you think it's time for us to find a new home. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. This is horrible. This is like your baby or child. I mean, this is, oh, gosh. And And he's gone through every avenue. Um, every avenue we have to take him to an allergist, but my husband's like financially, um, he, he really doesn't want to, you know, it's not that he doesn't want to take care of his needs, but if it, I guess I could say if it was reasonable, he would be okay to it, but he, we just spent like $1,500 trying to get him, you know, good. And so I just wanted to ask if you had anything about him. What do you want to know? Texas. I'm sorry. No, no, don't apologize. I would be, I, I, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I'd be, actually, I did do it years ago with someone. I think it was a little cat that I had and um, horrible thing. I regret it to this day. So I don't, I don't end, I, you know, I, I feel for what you're going through. I think it's just going to be hard. I, I don't know that I can tell you anything other than you have to do what's in your heart or what's right for you. And I, I can't answer that. I can't, unfortunately, I can't make it easier. It's, it's, it's a horrible choice that you're put in. And but I can do you hear see any relief? What do you mean? Do you see any relief for him or not really? For your husband? He's on an all salmon diet right now. No, I think he, I think he has other stuff going on. I don't think it's the dog, to be quite frank. I think he has other uh, things that are going on. Yeah, my um, husband, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I, I think there's some, yeah, so, yeah, there's okay. other stuff that's going on. So, do you know what I I'm understand. saying? Because I don't want to, yeah. Yes. If it was a private yeah, yeah, car, I get you. Get, yeah. So, that's what you're dealing with is that other stuff. And that's going to be your choice, I guess, is how to, how to deal with that. Okay, thank Carrie. you. I'm here for yeah. you. Please, I just, just, I'm just, I'm giving you a big hug right now. I really feel for you. Sometimes things are really difficult on our path, and it's, and there's a lot of things that get revealed to us that uh-huh. help us rethink something and reprioritize. And I think you're coming yeah, up to I that am. point. There you go. Okay. I'm working we're on here for you. a lot. Thank okay. you. We're here for you. Okay. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Mm, so difficult. Uh, hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, my name is Kristen. Hi. Hi, Kristen. Um, welcome. Hi. I'm calling. I just have a question about my um, teenage son who is having some health issues, and I'm wondering if they're going to dissipate pretty quickly or if he's just feeling, you know, a little bit of hypochondriac. 
or if it's more serious. Well, even if it's hypochondria, there's a mental emotional component, right? There's always, and I feel like there's a lot, yeah. you know, as we're cleansing and clearing more, yeah, there's a lot with power struggles, with, um, Passive aggressiveness through various ways. Yeah. So, yeah. Just like you with the first caller, or the second, the caller before you, I think you know what's going on. Um, I feel, you know, there's so much coming up with our relationship to ourselves, with everyone around us, our, our interpersonal relationships. A lot of people don't haven't been working on themselves. They don't have the spiritual tools or where to go. What's the mental emotional component to something or the body mind? Um, so yeah. I definitely feel there is stuff going on, Kristen. But I also feel there is another component, a mental emotional component, that's happening. And also with empowered, feeling empowered, um, programming. What can I tell you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to address the physical part, the symptoms, you have to address that and then hopefully bring in the other, with yourself included, you know, what's your inner yeah. work and portion to this. That's what I, in a really quick read, that's what I would share with you. Okay, okay? so what's my my work with, in, with him? Well, yeah, you're asking, it's, yeah, you're, what you're asking is like it's comp- I feel like there's there's family dynamic stuff going on. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So family systems, uh, which Bradshaw, uh, John Bradshaw, writes a lot about family systems, um, and that's what's happening. And so a lot of times there's one person in the family that ends up channeling those symptoms in various ways, and some of them sometimes can be physical. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe yeah. I'll call you. But back I think for you it. know this. Yeah. This is what you're yeah, asking I just, me. I, can't I just don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Um. It's not. It's. It's going to be something that is a choice, a lifestyle. It's going to be a path, a program, to help you and him and those around heal and help him connect with his own power or empowerment, you know, um, mm-hmm. especially with children, chi- illness stuff is not always, some people come in with stuff and that, that's, a, that's a high level of service and creation, but a lot of stuff happens because of what's going on emo- mental, emotionally within the family dynamics. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I hope that gives you like a. I hope that gives you like a place to look at. Because sometimes yeah. you put it on the one that's having the the outer symptom, but what's the environment? Right. Yeah. That makes I mean, sense? I feel like the environment's good right now, but yeah. Right now, because but I'm, what? Um. No, I mean, I feel like the environment's good. He's he's struggling, and then maybe I'm feeling guilty, so I'm not living with him. Yeah, but why is he struggling? Why is he not thriving? 
it's not complex. It's not about good environment or bad environment. It's about emotional healing, wounding, emotional self-sufficiency, the ability to self-soothe, feeling connected, wanted. It's a complex. That's what I'm saying. I can't really answer. I can, I can give you some guidance to look at. Um, mm-hmm. But you even send it in your question. Is it a hypochondriac? So there's something, the hypochondriac needs something, just like the, the, the class clown needs something. We want right. to, you know what I'm saying? We want to, we want to, we want the problem or the symptom to go away. We want the, the noisy kid to be quiet. But there's a reason yeah. that that's happened, right? Because no blame, it's not about blame. The, these systems we've had for thousands of years, they're societal, cultural, familial, it's called family transmission yeah. in psychology. So, yeah. So you're asking, it's not, there's not one fit, there's not like go take a, a Advil and he'll be okay. There's not a one, just like the caller that called before, there's not a, a, a one thing I could tell you to do. It's going to have to yeah. be the holistic approach. All right, so that helped you. And listen, okay. we have a great okay. guest that's coming on that's going to be that's aligned to this. I think there could be some good information for you as well. Okay, great. Thank you right. so much. You're, you're welcome. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. I think we've got time for one or two more calls. I'm going to see if our guest is on. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Sunray. How are you doing? Hi, Sunray. Peace. Wow. <laughs> hi. I just wanted to drop in and say hi. I tried going into the chats, but it looks like I'm I'm now not allowed to get into the chat for whatever reason. But yeah, I just wanted to say hi. I resonated, I resonated with all the callers. I was going to ask similar questions, but now I wanted to share a dream that I've had recently with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I had a dream where um, I there was this citrine shard um, that was in my home and it was like speaking to me as you mentioned where crystals are speaking to us and the supreme shard had told me come pick me up so you can find other crystals or so you can find your other your other crystals that you've lost or lost things so yep I just wanted to share with you that this is something a message that's been passed on to me and I don't know if it'll resonate with anyone else and yeah Nice. Well, that gets in with people of the community and also our own gifts, our personal gifts, abilities, talents, our, our, our gems within us, you know, and, and finding by resonance those that um, we can be there for support and help and they can be there for support and help also. Yeah. Thank oh, you so much. So good. Of course. Thank yeah. you, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> because... Thanks for your energy and light. I'm welcome to awakening to air. Hi, Michelle. Um, this is Jules. I was in your amazing tarot class this spring. Um, oh, hi, Jules. So, Yay. Hey, yeah, I love the class. It was so amazing. Um, question about, um, I, everybody's talking about business today. Ha, ha, ha. Um, about my business is that I had, I feel like I kind of jinxed myself in a way because I had been super, super busy and I was homeschooling and I was asking my spirits for a break. And, um, and so, but, and I had a little break like through the fall and I just thought like I'd be over with it right now. But, um, 
I just was wondering if you saw anything else that's blocking me or if it's just that my spirits no, want me to be on vacation for a little right while longer. For many. No, there's a little dip. It'll come back. So prepare. This is the time to get clear on some ideas that you want to do, anything you want to create or launch or reach out to. Things will pick okay. back up. Yes, things okay. will pick back. There's an interesting little dip right now. That's that's another reason why I wanted to do this um, solstice happening on the mm-hmm. 21st is to kind of support, you know, because we can kind of go into a little bit of fear. You're not the only mm-hmm. one, you know, on on these on these dips. But I would say anybody else that has this little bit of a dip, use it perhaps to get more comfortable with it, but also more in alignment with your own personal rhythm. Mm-hmm. Your own personal yeah. flow. Yeah. That makes sense. And I was Still thinking I wanted to big. kind of like rearrange my workshop. So I was like, maybe that's what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Yes. Um, you answered your own question. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I just want to okay. make sure there wasn't anything else going on. So. Okay. No, no, no. No, no. Just a little little ebb and flow. You're in a little ebb. That's totally. Well, sounds good. All right, it's time for our awakening dialogue now. Um, those of you, if you have questions, I'm here next week. Um, please bring your questions back. If you want a reading, um, bring back those divine interventions and um, miracles. We'd love to hear about those. Um, today we have with us Dr. T, chiropractor, biologist, hypnotherapist, massage therapist, as well as an expert in um, the field of health and wellness. Um, if you want to connect with him via his website, he's at a humanengineer.com. Really want to give a warm welcome. Hi, Dr. T. Hello, Michelle. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Thank you. I feel like saying mahalo. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. How are you? Doing well. Feeling vibrant. Good. Feeling vibrant. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Let's keep it going. So much I want to, yes, so much I want to find out about you and share with our listeners, um, as well as some questions that piqued my interest. But just to start, I want to know a little bit about your, um, whatever you're comfortable sharing, your background, what you were doing before, and what I like to term your first awakening, you know, because we have so many, we have so many awakenings in different areas. And then how you awakened or what got you on your path to doing what you're doing now. Well, a little bit of everything. I'm a curious cat. I think I'm on my eighth life, so I better stick with what I'm doing. Yes, I don't think please. I have much time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a curious like cat. And, um, and uh, awakenings, you know, I've had many. Uh, clear back to when I was a kid, uh, many, many different moments in time when things would happen that I just, you know, I come from a small town, uh, just a lot of people around me to uh, help explain what was going on. And, so I kind of just always kept my mind open to different things. And I was a big daydreamer in school, of course, and I was very good in school. And so I was not going to go anywhere in life. I was going to be a farmer or uh, work at the local uh, office store. And, and uh, God just had something different for me in, in mind. So uh, many years went by, and, um, oh, gosh, real awakening. Well, it probably has to be uh, I had uh, – I'd broken a leg in two places, uh, a compound mm-hmm. fracture, a lower um, ankle fracture, and, and I broke it over mm-hmm. an acorn. 
So when I get to the orthopedic surgeon, she's like, okay, let me guess. High speed oh motorcycle accident. You, 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 hit, you hit a curb. Uh, yeah, and, and he's like, no, okay. You swung at a log with a sledgehammer and missed it and hit your ankle. I said, no. He said, um, and he's like an 80-year-old guy. He was semi-retired, and he, was, he had about four more things. I'm just like, no, no. He said, what happened? I said, well, I slipped on an acorn, and it snapped like a twig. And I went, so I went to the emergency room, and, there, and, and I didn't have any insurance at the time. I was, uh, I was, I was pretty, uh, pretty, des- pretty. Uh, I was, a, I was a goat herder at the time, so I didn't have any money. And oh. so I go to the emergency room, and they're like, they're like, oh hey, this looks totally fine. Just go to the orthopedic surgeon for homeless people on Monday, and this was a Wednesday. And they said, and, and he'll take wow. care of you and tell you you're gonna go, you're gonna go to the county, and it's gonna be just fine. I said, okay, thanks a lot. They wrapped it up. They said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a problem. See you later. Goodbye. I get to him the following Tuesday. He pulls out the x-ray, and he I will not repeat what he said that fast. <laughs> he pulls up the x-ray. He said, blah, 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 blah. wow. And I said, what? And he said, this is a compound fracture, son. This is one in 27-odd million fractures. You broke you your tibula and tibula right through your medial and lateral malleolus. This is, this is impossible. I mean, you, you never see. I think I've seen two of these in, you know, 50 years or some damn thing, you know. So long story short, he had to re-break it on the spot and reset it and put it in. And, and he was like, get an attorney and sue the hospital. He said, they should have done an immediate surgery. This is a reduction surgery. I really don't know what that means, even though I'm a doctor. But there was all these things that he was just like, should have happened right away. Because I went to the hospital right away, and they were like, nope, sorry, you don't have insurance. Go see this guy. So long story short, he rebroke it. And um, I learned quite a bit about anatomy right there. He, he packed it in the best he could, and then I think I got into surgery about about a month and a half later. So I basically had it broken three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> two places. Oh, my God. So I, finished, I, I get out of surgery, and I go home, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm recovering. I'm recouping best I can. This thing was huge, extremely painful, and it just came into my mind. Uh, I was lying in the middle of my... Uh, of my apartment where I was, I had a beautiful ocean view and I was just, I was lying there kind of giving thanks like, Hey, <laughs> I got the surgery done. I was just going to heal. I'm going to be all right. And I was a massage surface at the time when this happened. And so it, it destroyed my practice. I couldn't stand on it. Of course you can't massage with a broken leg. And I was just lying there kind of just going, gosh, what the, you know, what the heck am I going to do? And, and it just came into my mind that you're going to go to school. And if you don't, this, this kind of thing's going to keep happening. So, so that's how I decided to go to school. That's my awakening moment for wow. college and become a doctor. That's you. But also, I mean, it's not lost on me, the symbolism of acorn. You know? I know. <laughs> From the oak tree, the wisdom, know, right? you know, school, education, knowledge. Well, and, of course, the, the damn squirrel chasing it, always in a hurry, trying you know, <laughs> not taking his time. Yeah. So. There's the double-edged sword, you know. It's like, yeah, perhaps I should slow down a little bit. But I didn't learn the squirrel part of it. But hopefully, the uh, the, the the wisdom from the oak tree is slowly melting in. <laughs> wow, profound! Now, when you got the message to go to school, was it just like a flash, or had you been thinking of uh, going back to school? Um, uh, well, I I got inspired to go to to massage school because. It, you know, if we back up about six, eight months, I had a, I, I had no intention of going to school ever. I couldn't stand school. I hate school. I mean, I just, it's just not for me. I like hands-on. I like learning differently. But if we back up about eight months, I had an, I had an ex-girlfriend, now an ex-girlfriend, who wanted to become a doctor. And 
And oh. she was like, and we were going to, to uh, Yosemite to go to go camping for the weekend. And I was just, I was in, I was in a lot of pain at the time already, anyhow, from previous accidents. Uh, when I, I grew up on a farm, and so I had a lot of uh, an extreme amount of low back pain, a crazy amount of uh, autonomic nervous system problems uh, for a 28 year old. And she wanted to swing by a health fair on her way out of town. I was like, oh god, a health fair? You know, dumb things. I mean, come on, these people don't know what they're doing, and blah blah blah. She's like, no, I really want to go to this one. So I had toured around with her looking at schools she wanted to go to, and I had absolutely zero interest in, in any of it. I just would go with her because she wanted me to. And so I went to this health fair, and I walked around it once, and there was one guy behind a curtain who was doing something different than everybody else. And so I signed up for his list, and I was like, hmm, what the heck? Let me just see what this guy's doing. And everybody else was doing the same thing I'd already seen. And my father was a chiropractor. My brother was a chiropractor. I saw acupuncturist. I, oh, saw, okay. I saw every single healer on the planet. I lived in Santa Cruz, California. If you've ever been there, there's a healer in every corner. And I tried well, everything. Oh, I've been there. I went to school thing. there. I, I've, I've been there. I yeah. went to college awesome. there. I went someplace yeah. else. But oh, did you? Yeah. In the trees there. You see up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody that is in here. Every, yeah. Yep, totally, yeah. So, uh, so anyhow, so I walked, I knew half the people at the darn health fair. I was like, oh, I know that person. I know that, yep, know that one, did, did all of them. Well, this one guy is behind a curtain, and, and he looks, I could see he's doing muscle testing. So I signed up for him. I come back to him. I walk behind the curtain. He's like the Wizard of Oz, and he's sitting back there, and I, I stick my hand up, and he says, what? And I said, well, you're doing muscle testing, right? He says, yeah, but what the hell is going on with you? And I said, oh, well. I got a knife in my lower back. I can't feel my legs. Can't feel my feet. I can't. You know, I pee my pants. I'm 28 years old. I don't know what, what's what's coming. And he did a few minor little testing tests on me and laid me on my side, and did some muscle work that is it's unbelievably powerful muscle work that unlocked the uh, unlocked the psoas muscle. And the lights came on, and the and you know the I mean it was another awakening moment. It was just like oh my god, what the heck is this? I floated around that place. And came back, and he was the one who, I, who got me out of this chronicity of pain using the, these advanced muscle techniques on the autonomic chain right against my spine through all the muscles. It was really an amazing move. It's, it, that technique was called active release techniques, which I went on. He, I started seeing him after this happened oh, for about two or three months. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's, it's a great, muscle, it's great muscle work. Um, there's a ton mm-hmm. of great muscle work out there, though, so there's so many things out there now. But anyhow, I see, saw him for about three months. Yeah, I went in there. He says, he says so what are you doing now, Tony? I said, oh, I'm working on cars. He said, you've got to be kidding me. You know, I've, I've known you for three months. You've had, like, ten jobs. You know, you just you figure it out, and you're just sick of it. And you just can't, you, you can't find anything that you care about. Listen, the only thing you'll never figure out is the human body. You'll never figure it out. There's so much. To, it's a mm. lifelong study. And that's the sort of thing that you should consider doing. So, I, so he inspired me to do, to do massage, and so that's where I started. I did massage, learned those techniques. I was doing like a sports uh, practice, basically, and uh, that's when the ankle got broken by an acorn. And, um, you know, God said, nope, you're going to do a little more. So I did it. I went through seven years. I took my first college class at 35 and graduated at 42. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. You know, it's so kind of poignant that we're talking because um, today, because there's a lot of people of late that are going through a lot of body somatics, body issues, uh, body focus. Um, you know, we had somebody call in about allergies. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of perhaps less 
vitality maybe right now or it's up and down? What what would you say to anyone um, that might be in that position right now? Or do you have a theory about what's going on with the body right now? Well, yeah, what I find is, you know, I'm a 90% remote, I'm 90% remote uh, doctor. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm a human engineer. I don't like to use the word doctor or healer. I'm a human engineer. So I'm 90% remote, and I really wanted to get on your call earlier than I did, but I caught the last couple of calls, and, and one of the things that, that people, that, that we are struggling with here as a society and really as a, as a world is, the, is pathogens. Uh, pathogens mm. that are in that are in the human body that are confusing mm-hmm. to doctors. Uh, they mm-hmm. no one's looking at this stuff. Um, even the woman with the child with a hypochondria child. Uh, you know, I just did a few little tests on the boy, and it looks like he came in with that. He came in with uh, mom or dad's uh, pathogenic burden, and that makes him. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't I couldn't hear the first thing she said how he was behaving, but she mentioned hypochondria. So it sounds like he's got some weird aches and pains, odd things going on. And I just find that, um, at least in, in my practice, and is, this is a huge, huge concern, and that it's um, it, it's way it, it's huge. It's mental, um, it's mental, emotional, driving emotion, uh, mm-hmm. mental issues, and physical. So it's you know, it's, mm-hmm. and, and you know, they'll talk about the microbiome. Allergies, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think eighty percent. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I find that all the time with allergies. I find, I find a lot of pathogenic burden with allergies because, the, you know, the, the nose and mouth, the tongue, run to the entire gastrointestinal tract, and if there's pathogens in there that are react, are triggered by the protein, they will release chemicals that create mm-hmm. and, and overstimulate the immune system to create an allergic response to something that's benign in someone else. So I find that also with a lot of like the gluten sensitivities and a lot of food sensitivities and these sorts of things, I'm finding that this, uh, this uh, pathogenic burden is, is a driving factor of a lot of these things, depression, anxiety. Um, you know, so many people have unfounded anxiety. Why? What, they just popped up out of the blue and walking down the street and all of a sudden they're, they're anxious, and, and that's how they'll describe it. And uh, I, yeah. I find that that is so often a pathogen. And... Um, we're just having really good results with those sorts of things. Mm. Well, that's good. I mean, if people are open to this, they could go to a humanengineer.com. Now, what do you – Yeah, we have it all on there. We have it – You have it all I'm sorry. No, well, I was just going to say, yeah, it, 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 well, I was just going to say, at, at humanengineer.com, we have all of our stuff is on there. I'm doing the – I do these programs where it's for – one of them is called Crazy Unknown Shift. You know, we're trying to keep it clean. But that's for all those weird things right. that people can't figure out. You know? Well, you know what? Why do I have floaters in one eye? You know, why, you know, why, why, do, why when I sneeze, I pee my pants? Um, some of these yeah. weird you know, aches and pains and some of this weird stuff that uh, people have, we, did, we developed these programs where I address, we address it all, however many people sign up for it, we address it all in, in a group setting. So we do that. We do one for Crazy Unknown Shift, and we do one for Got Your Back. And so both those programs are a month long. It's a one hour a week over the course of a month. And it's amazing what we can address in a very short period of time because that's where the angels come in at. And so I'm sure you see in my paper somewhere that's really what we're, I'm doing. I'm, I'm really 
bringing in and yeah, I want you to explain uh, a little bit because you talked about the chiropractic in person. Now I know because I've had like I've had other energy work and chiropractic where they're not even touching. In fact, my chiropractor before I get go there, I feel his field. I'm already you know half a mile away and in the block five to six blocks away. I can feel his energetic field. So um, yeah, it's pretty amazing when people are lined what one can do. So I want to know a little bit more about what you're doing remotely. Um, well, first of all, do you work in person too? Can people go, if they're in the area, can they go to you or do you, are you pretty much working more remotely? It's pretty hard to see me <laughs> just one-on-one. Yeah, it's pretty, okay. very hard. It's, it's month, yeah, we're, we're months out now. And uh, I do have an office in Prescott, Arizona. Um, it's just that it's very hard to get. I mean, it just takes, it just takes months to get in. Um, so it's, it's all, you know, 90, again, the 90% of it is remote. And, um, and is it one-on-one one remote? Is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do one on one remote or group. I'm still doing, okay. still, yeah, I'm doing still doing one on one remote, but but I'm really pushing over towards these programs because I want to help more people. I want to help more people at once, and it's a lot more mm-hmm. affordable doing a program than it is seeing me in person. And the programs mm-hmm. are, you know, I'm, I'm do, we're doing money back guarantee. No, I I don't know any any doctor that's doing money back guarantee. They don't like it after the first session. They can simply ask for their money back, and they get everything back. Each uh, each program has like three or four supplements that I, I find all of us need if they're in these categories, and so that's the only thing that wouldn't be returned to them. But it's but it, that's minimal. The, the majority of the cost of the program would be returned. So um, it, it's pretty exciting to do this and see it. Um, you know, 15, 20 people getting up and going. Okay, any any anything left? And no hands go up. It's it's pretty pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful. It's, it's so vibration. tell us a little like, bit about your pro- tell us a little bit about the remote sessions. What can people obviously, you know, everybody's going to have a different experience. A uh, lot of people are going to have well, a different experience. Life, yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, lifelong depression, uh, you know, lifelong anxiety, uh, infertility issues, neck aches, back aches, leg aches, and gastrointestinal mm-hmm. issues. But I what are you doing? Because you said you work in. Ener- are you working energetically? I'm, I'm just trying I, to get a bit of a picture what people, what your we, modalities are that you're using. Yeah. The, the modality I'm using is angels. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm an, I'm an, I call in a group of angels for healing, and that's what I do. They come in and match vibration and frequency. Uh, I understand physiology. I understand anatomy really well, so I'm able to direct them to do the work. And uh, mm-hmm. I know that's it's, it shouldn't be far out on this uh, on this podcast. That should be right up your alley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there shouldn't be any questions. I mean, you've had angelic experiences, haven't you? Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. All the time, all and the probably time. everyone listening to your podcast has had those, has had many, many of those. Uh, and so, uh, I just uh, happen to be able to use intention and focus to ask them for help in a way that most people aren't haven't done. And I know mm-hmm. it's a you know it's a little it's a little it's a little wild, but uh, that's what I do. Um, uh, you know, we see things like uh, chronic migraines uh, disappear uh, disappear in, in one or two sessions. Um, you know, and, and and generally, when someone that we have a, I have an emergency service, and generally, when someone reaches out who has a migraine, we're usually able to take care of them in one or two minutes, usually. 
Um, so this uh, this is a this is a new style, new form of energetic healing. It's not Reiki. It's not uh, oh gosh, there's, I can name a thousand techniques that I've studied. It's, it's none of those. This is going to the source. This is going to the angelic realm and asking for help from the angels that aren't busy. Um, you'll hear people they work with the archangels. Well, I don't I don't have they don't have time for me <laughs> and these little things I do. It's all the other ones that aren't busy that we help from and. Um, and, it, and it's very, very, very powerful, very effective, and uh, nearly immediate in many, many cases. Um, I mean, I have so many examples. So you're working with the angelic realm. So people yep. sign up for this. Um, do you talk? Do you meditate? Do you or a line or two? No, I just, just fix it. I just fix it. No, I just fix, no, I just fix it. <laughs> I just fix it. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? I do. They tell me, okay, just sit back, relax, take a couple of breaths, relax your mind a little bit. Boom. I bring them in. They do the work. All right, why don't you get up and go for a walk? Let's see what happens. And we always test before and after. We're always trying to get a really clear picture of what, what's happened before and after I do the work. And, um, you know, again, I mean, this, well, this morning I had a lady post-surgery. She had a hernia surgery uh, Yesterday and this morning, she sent me an email on the, on the emergency request and said, "This is the most excruciating pain she's ever had in her life, mm-hmm. deep inside her uh, about at the at the surgery site and also inside her leg, down her shin, on the actual bone on her shin." Now, what the heck is that? Uh, well, it took about it took about four minutes, five minutes, uh, and all of it was ninety percent gone. And it, I just got an email from her this afternoon that, you know, she's just like, well, I, I never have understood how you do this, but here it is. It's all gone, even the shin bone pain. Mm. What happens is, is when, we have, yeah, when we have inflammation in the body, you, for, like, for example, right now, you are full of different types of pathogens, full of them. You have viruses, you have bacteria, you have parasites, you have mold, fungi, yeast. You have all of it in your body at all times. And when you have an in, in, inflammatory response, you get, you, you get cut in surgery, you twist an ankle, you get a pa- you ever gotten a paper cut that w- won't heal for about two weeks or three weeks? You ever had that happen? No, thank goodness. But I, okay, I've had well, a paper a cut whole bunch of, One of the most painful things. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're a pain. Right? They're a little pain. Oh. But I'll bet you a whole bunch oh. of your listeners are like, this guy's talking my, this is up my alley. I've had a paper cut that wouldn't heal for three weeks. What the hell is that about? It's a little tiny slice. Well, when there's inflammation, this microbiome that you can't see moves into these, it goes towards those sites because the, these, these pathogens, these, they have consciousness. They know what's going on. They release chemicals to hide themselves. You know, science is just starting to figure this stuff out. We've known about That's this stuff for, for years. They're trying to hide? Mm. That's interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And 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 you know, science is starting to figure out. You know, they 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 would feed a petri dish food, you know, bacteria in a petri dish, and you're like, okay, they did it the same time every day, twelve o'clock. Here we go. All right, yep, they're all active. They hooked up little electrodes. Like, oh yeah, they're all waiting to get fed. And then they scooped a little scoop out of that petri dish, put it in another petri dish, and took it on the other side of town, hooked up the electrodes, and sure enough, one o'clock, those ones that they removed from the colony, all were like, hey, where's our food? So we know, wow. you know, it's no different than when you think of somebody you love or care about or somebody you haven't seen in a long time. Hey, I wonder how, you know, Mary's doing, and the phone rings, and it's her. You know, again, I've had that happen a million times, probably. Yes, that uh, reminds me of the, the cork experiment 
with the yeah, um, exactly the nanotech where yeah wherever we put our focus there it is but it's always been there yeah yep mhm now how did so we're, working with the angels mm-hmm. did that slowly evolve for you or how how did um or was it kind of like a quick here we are or what was a bit of that uh, process for you? Well, well, I was always interested in angels. I don't know. Just as a kid, I I played organ in a, in a Catholic church, and every night I would walk out of there and I'd stop in front of Jesus, and there was angels all around, and and uh, I'd always say, oh, God, please take me out of town, just get me out of here. <laughs> I think I was seven <laughs> at the time, <laughs> so I've always been really open to angels. And I had I had an angelic intervention when I was very young, about thirteen. I had a, I had, uh, I got shocked on a farm, and I had a whole, you know, out of body ex- death experience. Uh, and I, it was a woman angel. It was, it was a table of doctors standing there looking down at me, and I'm floating up above them. I'm just, I'm just going, what the hell is going on here? I'm just a confused little kid. And the woman's voice, mm-hmm. the woman's voice came in and said, "Excuse me," and they all kind of looked up at her and and just shook their heads. And it was just like, it was just like a really bright light. Um, that's, uh, I didn't see wings or anything. I, it was just like a super bright light. I remember kind of blocking it with my hand right. and, and she just kind of, the light kind of moved in and they, they all shaking their heads and it just like, it just like she reached out or it, it just, it just, what I can remember is it just seemed like a streak of light went into me and I woke up on the floor. Um, but it was, a it was a welder and I, I moved the ground and it was a real misty day out and I just got lit up by this thing. And so, you know, but I was a kid. I was like, oh, wow, that was wild. Oh, I wonder what the hell that was. I kind of just thought it was like a dream or um, I really didn't, really didn't know what, um, what, to, what to think about it. it you know, but I went home, my father was like, right. yeah, I really just, I just kind of was like, wow, maybe I, maybe I smoked too much weed last night. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was a bad kid at 13. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, went home and told my dad what happened and, and uh, I went upstairs. I slept for like 14 hours or some damn thing. And three or four hours had passed after I'd gotten shot. So a lot of time had passed before uh, I I came to. And, you know, it's, uh, on the way down, my father worked out of the home, and we always have to wait on the uh, patients. So I was waiting on a patient who was inside talking to bed. And, and it's the town of the person. He says, Ronnie, I hate to tell you, you got a bad boy there, Ronnie. He's just a bad son because there's no way anybody's going to survive that level of amperage on a, on a Lincoln welder. No way. So he's lying to you. He must wow. have been out doing something he shouldn't have. <laughs> so I thought, oh, wow, maybe I survived. Maybe I guess I survived death. You know, <laughs> on the top of the stairs looking down. Wow. Well, okay, well, he probably knows I probably should be dead, but I'm not. And uh, <laughs> I called my dad, I don't know, about three or four years ago. He said, hey, Dad, do you remember that time I got shocked in the farm? And, and he said, yeah, yeah, your mother and I always figured that's why, why you were such a bad kid. <laughs> it altered your personality. That's why, that's why you became such a rotten kid. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I hope he can hear this someday. <laughs> so that's all kind of started, you know, way back when I was a kid, it started. And so I always kind of had that awareness that, you know, there's something more than us, and uh, there's there's another realm out there. And uh, I don't know, probably seven, eight years ago, a client came in and was just like, you know, um, was, and she was she's a very dialed uh, person. She's been all over the world for, uh, seeking healing, and she was seeing other people doing some work, and she had seen uh, someone who she said uh, was working with angels, and she said, you know, you're doing the same thing, except you're, 
they're using different various techniques other people are project ask angels for help. Just, just, just try it. Yeah. And I did it with mm-hmm. her, and, and it just everything just disappeared on the spot. Everything disappeared that she was suffering mm-hmm. with disappeared on the spot. And that's when I that's when I was like, okay, something's going. This is this is crazy. So for about six months, I would just have to I'd run inside the house and and uh, tell my ask my wife. My God, another miracle. I just don't believe it. Finally, it's one day she turned out and said, would you just shut up? It's real. It's happening. You better just accept it. It's time. And from that point on, this is really all I've been doing is, is this, this level and this kind of work. Um, you come and see me. I don't do any adjustments. There's, there's plenty of great adjusters out there, chiropractic adjusters, and uh, I'm a big fan of chiropractic. I, I became a chiropractor because of the philosophy. I looked at, you know, looked at acupuncture and some different schools in uh, Santa Cruz, but I, I just liked the philosophy, and there's a lot of great minds in chiropractic. And it, it, the philosophy is there's something inside of us that can heal us if it's allowed to express yeah. itself. Well, I'm, I've found that there's many reasons why that system can't express itself. And a lot of the things that I find are still undiscovered. Uh, some of them have been discovered, but, you know, we've been looking at this stuff for 20 years. So it's pretty exciting to uh, to do this work, and, and it, it really you well, know, getting into, into the quantum, the quantum totally. aspect. Totally quantum. Yeah. Totally, we we call it applied. I call it applied quantum mechanics. Is what I'm doing, uh, using angels to. So I'm using focus. I'm using the act of observation. I'm using knowledge, and once you have those things, you can you can ask help. And, and we've, we've put together a class, so I am teaching a class. I've had two of them so far. Uh, we have one coming up in March, and I really get into the, the deeper elements of how to use them. Um, and I can't do it remotely yet. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to plug in this knowledge remotely, but so far my experiments have failed. You know, it's one of the things that, you know, in the field, it is field, any healing field, is you're, you're, you're always observing. You're always trying to look and see, okay, this yeah. did that or that True. did this. And so, so far my experiments have failed, and I, I, I believe I'm getting closer. <laughs> but for now, you have to come and see me in Prescott, Arizona, if you want to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, where, and where are you at what, in Prescott? I am in Prescott, Arizona. Right now I'm in Nicaragua. I have a, be- a little okay. beach spot down here. So, so I'm down on the beach for a couple of months. And then I come back in early March getting ready for this, this next class. I think it's like, I don't know, it's the 24th, I think. It's all on the website. Mm-hmm. It, it really outlines okay. everything. There's, there's testimonials and stuff on there that um, from the last few classes. I mean, we've had, I mean, in the classes, just in the classes alone, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable miracles. I mean, absolute miracles. Lifelong depression gone. I, I mean, that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. If, you are, if you have lifelong yeah. depression and it's gone in two minutes, you, that's it. That's a miracle. And we had tinnitus. That is a we had a, 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 a tinnitus is extremely difficult to treat. We had, we had four or five hundred percent resolution. Uh, the fifth one was a 75-year-old man, and his was reduced by like 40%. And he's like, are you kidding me? This is the best thing that's ever happened to me, just to have the volume turned down. Uh, we had, uh, oh gosh, 25-year back pain. Um, Knife in the brain, that was a crazy one. A woman felt like she had a knife in her brain, actually had MRIs and stuff done, absolutely nothing showing, 100% resolved. And all of these things that I'm telling you 
have continued to stay resolved. Uh, we've checked in with all of them over, every month. We check in and see how you know how these people are doing, and, and all of it's been gone so far, so good. So it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. T, I appreciate you coming on. We're winding out of time here. Appreciate you coming on. And you go by Dr. T. What's your first name? Anthony. Anthony. My name is Anthony. Yep, my name is Anthony. Yep. Anthony. It's Tony. Yeah, I see. I love that you have the. I love that you have call in. I'd love to come back sometime and we could do some call in treatments. That would be good for some of these people out there. I'd love to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Just um, connect with Sadie. Um, yeah, I usually don't do that unless guests, because I sometimes put people on the spot and they're like, oh, I don't do readings or I don't do, yeah, but definitely if that's something you want to no, do. No, I would love, I, 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 that's not me. I, I love to help people and I know there's so many people out there who need help and you have a following of people who will call in or open to it. I'd love to help them. So mm-hmm. we could even do, yeah, we, we could, could even do a bunch. Open. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Well, listen, I will reach out to, I'll have my person reach out to her and I'd love to come back, Michelle. All right. Thank you so much, Anthony. And um, you're so welcome. What you're doing. So welcome. Okay. Thank you for what Take you care. do. Take care now. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. All right, Radiant Soul Light. Uh, so that was Dr. T. You can find out more information by going to humanengineer.com. Info is also in the episode description box below. Um, I love this. All kinds of. Miracles happening and healing. Beautiful, beautiful. Love all of you, too. Thank you for co-creating this with me. Um, Join us in our Expected Miracle Circle. Um, You can go to my Instagram, and um, there's a post about it. Let me know your miracles. Thank you, Queen, who put um, sharing in the chat here. Um, Of course, you can also post on the Awakenings page on Facebook. Um, But let us know. Call in and just start writing them down, noticing them, big and small, big and small, whatever, however you term it. Um, Look for the the quantum connection, the divine intervention, the miracle, and keep track because the more you are in that mindset, the more you get out of that local mind into the non-local, into the quantum, they happen more and more. They can actually be a daily occurrence. Yes, yes, yes. All right, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Um, I will see you hopefully here next week. Um, If you have questions or comments, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com for anything, courses, classes, et cetera, et cetera, soulplayground.life. All right, soul lights, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?